At the end of the Shia yesterday, we discussed the halacha that the Mechaber says, the second to lowest level of giving to Daka, which is brought down in the Mechaber, in Yerudei, Simon Reish, Memtes, Sif Yudbeis. Pachas Mizeh, Shayitim Lai Pachas Me'aroi B'Sever Panam Yafes. Less than that is if a person gives to Daka, the Sever Panam Yafes. The Gemara tells us in Ashutvim, in Baba Bashar, of Testament Beis, Dabra Rabbi Yitzchak, a person who gives a pruta to a poor person is benched with six brachas. However, one who comforts the poor person with words, since he reduces his pain, his emotional pain, he is benched with eleven brachas. So if you count all the brachas, a person is getting 11 brachas. Tesis addresses the question, are these 11 brachas, assuming that you're also giving a pruta to the Ani, in other words, are these inclusive of the six brachas? So Tesis says no, because if we'll be also giving a pruta to an Ani, he would have 17 brachas. He would have 11 of comforting him, and another six of being nice and pruta Ani. So we see from here that if a person is doing both, He's definitely getting a tremendous chai. He's getting 17 brachas. A person sees someone who, who looks like he's really down. He goes over to him. He says, how can I help you? He gives him a few dollars. He schmoozes him a little bit. And he gets, he's nailing his to 17 brachas. Mechaber says as follows, in Yeridei Sim Reishmim Tess, Siv Gimel, Tzarek Litein HaTzedakah B'Sever Parim Yafas. When you give tzedakah, you have to give it with a happy countenance, the simcha, with happiness, with the levav, and with a joyful heart, and you should commiserate with the poor person in his pain, and you talk to him words of comfort, and if a person gives it with an angry face, he loses his chus. And the shach points out in Sivkot and Hay, I feel Even if he gives him a lot of money, nonetheless he loses his chos. He's over in the So sometimes a person who's in the middle, he's in the middle of his business, and and his fax machine is not working, and the and the door the doorbell is ringing, and the phone is ringing, and right then a poor person has the mouth of walking in, which is many many times the case. And he and he gets upset, and he just throws the money at him, and he says, "Get out of here." Don't you see I'm busy or whatever? He's going to lose his chos regardless of how much money he gives him. So again, like we said before from the Gemara, that a person has to give tzedakah the saver upon him, Yafais. And it's a fundamental fact of giving tzedakah, it's a fundamental aspect of the myth of tzedakah, that when a person gives tzedakah, he should be giving it happily, and he should be giving it with an enjoyment that shows the honey that he really cares, instead of the fact that he's doing it because he's, he has no other choice. The Medrash says in Pashas Behar, 
The Medrash says as follows. The Medrash tells us that if someone is in a bad mood or whatever, the Ani gets him upset and or the philosophy of the giver of tzedakah or this particular gvir is that everyone should be getting a job instead of going to collect money. If one aggravates the Ani by telling him to get a job and support himself, Hashem will take away the entire fortune of the aggravator and leave his family destitute. Says in the Medrash, Amad Rosh Ima Asher, Hashem, who made this person, this particular person, the Ani, asking the rich person for money, Hashem, who made that person poor and the rich person rich, is the same Hashem that can make the rich person poor and the poor person rich and can turn the tide, and the same story will happen the other way around. What's that referring to? If the rich person tells the poor person, Go work hard and get a job. It's not easy to make money. I worked hard for my money. Look, look at the marketplace. Look how many jobs there are available. Why are you coming and collecting money? Not only didn't you give anything from your own money, even what he, the poor guy already has, you're already, you're already giving him an iron horror on, on what he already has. You're telling him that, he, that he's, a, he's a worthless a worthless person. This person is going to be cursed that his children are going to be born and they're not going to have any money. That if your brother needs help, it's a mitzvah to help him, and to a person to, to scream at the person and say, go get a job, or whatever, I, I don't agree with this, your way of life, or your particular attitude to life, it's totally irrelevant, and if a person does that, not only is he not going to get a mitzvah, but he's going to chash be cursed that the tables are going to turn and he's going to become the poor person and someone else is going to be the rich person giving him the money. And with there's many, many stories that we all know of, of this kind of thing happening and how at some point they suddenly dawned on, the, on them why whatever happened to them happened to them because of something that they had done before. The Gemara tells us in Baba Basad of Yudam and Bez, and we're going to get into a little bit of a new discussion over here about the concept of giving tzedakah for fame or for glory or for honor. The Gemara talks about the proper attitude of a yid towards tzedakah. Gemara says in the Bible, of Yudam Abbas, Neda Rebbe Gamliel Ba'omar, tzedakah teroimim goi, tzedakah will uplift the nation, Elu Yisrael, Dechsiv Umika Amche Yisrael. This is referring to Klal Yisrael, that when they give tzedakah, they're uplifted. Like we said, the Shulchan Aruch brings this, this down as one of the benefits of tzedakah in his, in his first sermon on Hilchah Tzedakah. The chesed le'umim chatos, and the kindness of the nations, is a chatos, is a sin. What does it mean the chesed is a sin? Why should the kindness of the nations be a sin? Of the Gaim, why should it be a sin? So the Gemara says, Call tzedakah v'chesed she'akam oisim 
Chetulahem. All the tzaka, all the kindness that they do, is a chet. It's a sin. She'ain oisim el-lisyar by they're doing it to get attention. We said many times that President Nixon boasted of the fact that he gave $80 to charity or something. To them, the concept of giving tzedakah is far into them, and it's a, it's usually done with the intention of getting attention or fame or whatever. And someone who's, who's trying to be a Balgaiva will end up winding up in Gehenim. So the concept of giving money for fame is, the Gemara is basically telling us is basically a non-Jewish concept. It's a non-Jewish concept to give money because you want your name emblazoned on some building or whatever. Now let's go into, let's dissect this child a little bit and see what exactly are the parameters that allow a person to give tzedakah for such purposes. So the Rashba in Chuvas, the Rashba discusses in Simon Reish in Tav Kuf Pehei, the Rashba says as follows, Sha'alta, Reuven Reuven had a house near the shul, if, they, if he would annex the shul to his house, then the, the rows of seats will be increased and people will end up sitting in a, their seat will automatically be reduced in chashivas in importance. I guess the seats would have been further back or something like that. And therefore they didn't want to let that happen. That they were okay if he makes the whole house into a shul. So whatever the, the reasoning was, he decided to build the whole shul for them. He wants to write his name on the door of the shul, or the door of the heichel, I think it could be means around Kaidish. He wants to write his name on it, Laman Hizkir Shemayel Mashahikdish, that it should be remembered that he was the person who built the shul. The Ikubiyodik Tasman at Sibur. Right, this would never happen today, but this is what happened then, that they decided, no, we don't want your name on the shul. Are they able, Alpidin, to withhold him from writing his name on the shul? So the Rashba answers, Tshuva. I don't see any merit to the Tzibur's complaint that they don't want his name written on the shul. And it's also improper to do that, to withhold, to not write his name on the shul. Where does it say anywhere in the Torah that if you're makter something, you're not allowed to write your name on it? It's not—it's his thing. He's allowed to do whatever he wants with it. Even if he gives it to Hegdish, you're not—you're not in charge of Hegdish. We find that over here too that people's names are written on the wall of the Hegel. To award people to, as an incentive, or to incentivize them to do a mitzvah. 
Umidos HaTeres is the Rashi in the next paragraph. It's Umidos HaTeres HaKeseves Umufursemes Oysa Mitzvah. You're being mefarsim people who did a mitzvah. And we find that the Torah does that. Those are the proper things to do to the Manogas of Fowl. Where does the Torah say that someone put his name on something? The Torah itself is putting his name. Why? So the, the Torah all the time emphasizes people who do tzedakah. So in that manner, we also should advertise people who do a mitzvah and to show them and to honor them for doing that mitzvah. In that context, we see there are more in Yeridei Asim Reish Memtes Sif Yur Gimel. There are more says as follows. A person should not be a Balgaiva about the tzedakah that he gives. The Imispar, and if he does, not only doesn't he receive any reward, he's even going to get a punishment. Yeah? It's a proper thing to do. So a person should not give the stalker for that intention. A person shouldn't give tzedakah and show off about the amount of money he gives tzedakah. But, as far as putting his name on something, it's the proper thing to do. It's fitting to do it. Says the Taz in Sephrat and Dalit, the royal lasses, okay? Why? Why is it royal lasses, okay? Nira hatam, the nafkamina mizah, she'oz la'yuch la'atib la'shanes o'yisaydav la'midi Says a slightly different reason than the rash was said. But he says, the reason is that he shouldn't be able to change the use of the item from this, for one thing to the other thing. Let's say he gave his money specifically for this thing. If you're not going to write his name on it, they'll find room to take it easy with the money, and they might use the money for other things. Therefore, a person has the right to write his name on, um, on the iron or, or on the building or whatever it is, and it's this way it will be used specifically for that purpose.